Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Brick Thompson, and today I've got with me Greg Brown, who is one of Blue Margin's consultants. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Hey, Brick, I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm good. I appreciate you joining. So I think what we're going to talk about today is accountability and maybe even how using BI can help drive accountability within companies. Yeah. And, you know, accountability can be one of those words that brings up a whole lot of different connotations for folks. And sometimes it can be a bad connotation. So I think we want to talk about that a bit today. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely can. So, right. If, uh, if you're applying accountability sort of like you're applying a whip, <laughs> that's probably not going to get you the uh, results you want. But, but accountability can, can really just refer to sort of helping people understand how they're performing relative relative to goals and so on. And in fact, most people like to know how that is. Yeah. I think when you look at accountability and transparency, it's important to have a system where teams understand how they're performing and they understand what's expected of them. And despite how simple that sounds, sometimes we just see companies that don't have systems to deliver that to their employees and teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think sometimes you can end up, if you don't have a system for someone to be able to see you know, what the score is uh, themselves um, in order to drive accountability. Sometimes you see micromanagement. And I think that's where accountability can really get a bad name. I think so, too. I, you know, I think that in some ways, too, accountability can get a bad name because we we associate with the term, well, I'm going to hold them accountable, which in my experience you only really start hearing that term when things are going wrong and managers are realizing that they haven't had a system of accountability. And and so now it's time we're going to hold people accountable. We're going to get tough on people as if we didn't do that before, or we didn't focus on it enough before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's not the kind of accountability that um, I'm referring to when I talk about how to use BI to drive accountability. I, I'm talking more about, and I know you know this, but talking more about providing transparency so people really understand sort of how am I doing? Um, you know, what levers can I pull to, to, to do better, to make my goals, that type of thing. And I think really good BI can facilitate that a lot. You can end up, I've seen companies go from really poor transparency and not very good accountability to a culture where everybody sort of has self-accountability because they know what the goal is. They know what the score is and they can take corrective action. Right. And I think the research and certainly what we've seen in our partnerships is that that creates a better culture at those companies and and that employees really actually want that. But they need a system. They need a scoreboard, a way to see that and to to monitor their own accountability and how that's being measured in the organization. Yeah. Yeah. And the easier you make it and the more intuitive you make it, I think the more effective it is. I mean, you can you can ask people to track things by hand. And, you know, in the old days, I'll show how old I am, but I remember in my first job out of college um, back in the early 90s, I had a boss who would track a lot of things on graph paper. And he would take a ruler and, and draw a line between the points and color under the line red or, or uh, green, depending on if it was over the goal. And it was very effective. Uh, but I realized, actually, it was sort of where I, I got my first taste of, oh, I think I'm a data guy because I really like this. But I immediately started trying to figure out how can we automate that process? Well, and take it off of graph paper, I'm assuming. <laughs> part of that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, 
You said that businesses thrive when accounting, accountability is built in. It makes me think of a book. It's kind of, again a kind of an old book. It's, it's still around. The company's still around. Uh, there was a guy named Chuck Coonrat who wrote a book called The Game of Work, and um, he, he sort of call, I think he calls himself the grandfather of gamification. Now he's an older older gentleman. I think that book came out in the eighties, if I recall. Um, but but his whole thesis, which I loved, was. If you give people the score, if you give them a way to understand how it's going, they will self-correct. It's amazing uh, how people will, you know, do what they need to do to beat the goal or to beat the other team. And uh, and he he really hammers that home in that book. It's a good one. If you haven't read it, you might want to check it out. Well, yeah. And I think the key there is that you have to make the right scoreboard and then you have to make it visible in the right way for the organization. I think we've seen in some cases where companies have great systems to track performance and to to track accountability. But if it's not visible to the right teams and individuals, it's not going to create that effect and some of that healthy competition that I think you see sometimes. Yeah. And and I mean, I think visibility, I mean, we can talk about that in a conceptual sense, but also there's very tactical things you can do. Uh, you know, around our office, we have TV sets with reports on them. Um, we have Power BI reports that are delivered by subscription every morning to different teams, depending on, on what they're doing. They'll get different reports. You know, there are all sorts of things you can do. I mean, it could be as simple as you're looking at a at a scorecard once a week in a in a team meeting, that type of thing. But the easier you make it, the more transparent you make it, the more accessible you make it, I think the better it is. Yeah, absolutely agree. And I think that one of the beauties with modern BI is that, you know, all of our transactional systems that we use, um, CRMs and ERPs and HR systems and, and so on, um, almost all of them have an ability to extract data and put it into a data warehouse or a data mart and to automate that whole process. So the business is running and doing its functions and almost as a, a, a like data exhaust coming off of these systems, you capture all of this data. And then if you're smart about how you organize it and present it and really understand the goals and, um, and simplify the reporting so that people can attach to it easily, I think you can have huge impact. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, it, it might be a good idea to kind of go over why is accountability important? You know, what, what are some, some thoughts that come to mind for us there? You know, of course, some basic stuff that comes to mind for me is it's really tough to manage poor performers when you don't have a system to track their contributions and to track what they're contributing each day. You also have examples and, and situations that I've seen where, where companies don't even recognize that they have poor performers or they catch that too late when there's already been damage done to the business or to the culture. Um, you know, when you, have an environment where everyone is clear on the goals and they understand their part and where their contributions are contributing to the overall success of the business, it, it really encourages a higher level of performance uh, and, and really encourages more accountability. Um, I think it also relates to the idea of transparency, which we all know has a positive effect on employee morale and the culture of a business. If you don't have a transparent enough way to show who's accountable and, and what they're accountable to, then it can kind of hurt your overall culture because it's it's lowering by definition almost the transparency of the business. And so I think there's a strong connection there. Um, and again, we all understand the benefits of transparency in terms of a work culture. Yeah. I mean, I know for myself, um, the more I understand, you know, what, what the goal is and how I'm doing, the better. I, th- I think you can, if you're not careful, um, have it backfire a little bit. So if people feel like it's punitive 
or if, if they feel like it's not fair, like if you're judging them on some metrics uh, or you're putting them on a dashboard on metrics that they can't actually affect, um, it can backfire on you. So you do have to think about that carefully. Absolutely. And I think that as with other things in business, it's important to design and develop a system of showcasing accountability that comes with input from the right individuals in the organization. You can have a user group or a management group decide, well, here are the benchmarks, here are the targets. And they're not talking to the line managers or to the individual associates about what is actually achievable and realistic. And then it can backfire on you. You you set targets that are way too high. No one's achieving those targets. You start taking a punitive approach or there's a reaction when the basis of all that was that you set the wrong targets. So I think you have to have the right folks involved in the design of that accountability system. Yeah. And you may be setting the wrong targets in terms of a specific number or metric you're trying to hit. You can also be setting the wrong targets in terms of what you're measuring. And so I know part of your job as you meet with our clients and prospective clients is to really dig into, okay, what are the, what are the, um, metrics and outcomes we're trying to affect in the business by providing transparency and, and hopefully accountability, and then really thinking carefully about, all right, how do we do that in the simplest, most transparent, uh, most obvious way we can? I, I sort of joke with people sometimes. My my, sometimes my mom is, uh, I think she's 83. She'd probably hate me saying that on here. <laughs> um, and, and she's, you know, uh, really smart and uh, very active, uh, but not very technically minded. Um, I sort of say to myself, if I could show this dashboard to her and she could tell me, yeah, it looks like that's going pretty well. I've probably hit the mark, even if she doesn't know the business or what we're measuring, I've probably provided enough context and made it intuitive enough where it's a good report. Whereas if I show someone a report and I have to explain carefully how to use it and here's how you drill through and here's how you cross filter to get to what you need to know, um, we've probably missed the mark. And I know you spend a lot of time you know, talking about those higher level things and then our engineers get into that detail of how to make that happen. But um, I know that can be challenging. Well, yeah. And the last thing you want to do is kind of bury the lead uh, within the reporting you're designing so that folks have to, to dig through multiple layers or to search for the actual insight they need. And I like your example of, of showing a dashboard to your mom. And if she can get it, then you know that that users are going to be able to to get it, obviously, but to use it easily to get the insight and then almost more importantly, then to go take action and make adjustments in the field and have conversations. That's really what you want that reporting and system of accountability to lead to is the ultimate action and improvement to the business, which doesn't mean you're going through a report, spending time searching for what you need. It means you get it, you see it, and then that translates into action. Yeah. And I think one of the the real benefits that can come from that if you do it well is a huge improvement in culture. So I can think of jobs I had when I was younger where you know, it seemed like the boss wasn't happy and I knew things were off, but I didn't really know how they were off and I wasn't sure what to do to fix it. Um, and, you know, good, good BI and good transparency and a good scoreboard uh, would have gone a long way with that. Yeah. You know, and Brick, it always continues to surprise me when I hear stories of friends of mine or associates of mine that have started a job and 
have no idea what they're actually accountable for the actions and the contributions, the performance that they're accountable for. I had a friend of mine that started a job recently and very excited, ready to go. And she, and she does love the, the culture and the company itself. But even after four weeks of working in that job, she's still struggling to understand exactly what's required for her from her each day and how that's being measured. And it creates a certain level of ambiguity around a job that is not comforting to anyone. Um, I don't think that managers are even comforted by it, but they may not even be thinking, are we actually building a system of accountability or may just be thinking, well, that person will pick it up when they've been here long enough. But especially for a new employee, I don't think it's a reassuring sign to go into an environment where you're struggling even from the first couple of weeks to understand what's expected of you. That might be in a job description, which in my experience, a lot of folks sign and read on day one and don't really look at that again very much. So that's not a system of accountability or a way to to outlay that for folks. You need something better. Um, and it just surprises me that that I continue to see that and hear that from folks as they start jobs. And like you said, it's not reassuring when you sense that. Yeah. And, you know, I don't blame the businesses for being there exactly. It, it can be challenging, but uh, but that's where modern BI comes in. There's so many good tools to go after that. I think you were telling me about an experience uh, in, a, in a previous uh, job where you were managing a group and you didn't have the tools uh, from the corporate office that you felt like you needed to provide, you know, good transparency and accountability. Yeah. And, you know, this was a, an example where a company had a lot of reports, but they were scattered amongst a lot of different source systems. And in the end, I mean, there were reports from those source systems. There were other Excel reports that you could dig through and then sort of compile your own version of the truth and what is going on every day. But it was tiresome and it wasn't really a way to create that transparency and visibility for other managers. I could do that in my office, but to share that insight was a, a massive hurdle. And it certainly wasn't available for other leaders to just go access and see what is actually going on. In that setting, you also had some of our uh, associates really being held accountable or reporting their performance on paper, which created a whole lot of issues. You could lose that. It, it, it didn't really create visibility unless someone thumbed through all the different pages showing what was completed each day. Um, it didn't lend itself to transparency. Eventually that company did develop dashboard solutions yeah, and, okay. and, and ways to bring in um, visibility. And, uh, you know, and that was towards the tail end of my experience there, but I can say that we still worked to have a level of accountability and to share with the team what was appropriate to share as far as how the team's performing, how the overall business was performing. But the work that was required to to share that and to deliver those insights made it very difficult to do on a consistent basis. Yeah. Okay. So that that's where good BI comes in. I think um, if you know if you're wanting to provide transparency in a provide accountability, being able to get the data out of those various transactional systems so that people don't have to log into all the different systems. Uh, I was talking to a CFO at one of our clients who <laughs> confessed that uh, they had just bought a few companies and he was having to log into all of these virtual machines to look at their accounting systems. You know, uh, we're changing that, <laughs> we're fixing that, but <laughs> but that's, that's where you don't want to be. You want to take that data, you want to centralize it into a data warehouse and you want to centralize it in reporting cubes so that you can build 
good dashboards and good reports that go to the right people so that they know what's going on and, and can provide good accountability for themselves and, and the folks that are working for them. Yeah. And you touched on it earlier, Brick, but you know, using Microsoft Power BI, we have a, a lot of different options to deliver those insights. Things like subscriptions, where it's coming to your email every single morning. You're not logging into anything. You're simply opening an email. You have different ways to access dashboards that are provided, either through mobile devices or, of course, through desktop computers. So there's many different ways once you bring those different sources of data together and organize it, provide the right platform to develop reporting upon with a data warehouse that you can then say, okay, well, depending on my business model and if employees are out in the field or if they're in the office or even some mixture, we have different ways for them to consume that that fits into their workflow and their daily lives. Yeah, it's amazing the options we have. And, you know, you could have reports pushed directly to to phones and and to email and so on. It, it's There's almost no excuse for not getting the data into people's hands. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree, especially with the kind of platform that we develop on um, and the different examples and, and, and of things that we've seen work in the field for some of our partners. Yeah. All right, Greg. Well, uh, it's been great chatting with you about this. Uh, love to have you back soon. And we can talk about some of the other things that you talk to our clients and prospective clients about. Any final thoughts? You know, the, the final thought for me is that it's kind of where we started the podcast Accountability can can carry sometimes a negative connotation, but I think it carries that connotation sometimes in organizations where there hasn't been a good system of accountability. And so it's developed a bad name over time. It's maybe been invoked only when things are going bad or managers need to, to, to put some scrutiny on their employees, for example. But the sooner a business puts a, a scalable, transparent system of accountability in place, the better they will be and and the more positive of a connotation that word will carry for the business. And so, again, you know, we look to deliver that through some different solutions. But I think with the different data sources and systems that companies are using nowadays, you really do need a way to centralize that to choose how you create that visibility into accountability. And, and when you do that and when you do it in the right way, it's a positive thing for everyone. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Well said. All right. Well, thanks, Greg. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Brick. Appreciate it.